Bueno, bueno amigos de Lucha HSP, we're back with another episode. This one a little bit later, just because, you know, life. And, and this we do it for, because of the love of it, not because of a contract. We wish it was a contract. It would be so much easier. Get paid to watch wrestling and talk about wrestling. Man. How good would that be? Uh, one day, hopefully. Uh, but like always, you guys can find us on all the uh, social media. So we have Instagram, Spotify, we everywhere. Just easy. Go to our link in our bio in Instagram, Linktree. Then you got all our links, especially YouTube that we put in snippet of the show, uh, of the podcast, and also... When Renzo puts uh, the good uh, promise that we go for each episode on Instagram, you put it back in there as a, as a short, so pretty fun. Uh, like I said, always, now by myself, I'm with the voice of violence, Marce and Simbra Sorres. How are you guys doing? Hey, man, good to be back. As you said, a couple of days late, but yeah, like always, life gets in the way of wrestling. Yeah, no, it's good to be back. And uh, hopefully now you can hear me a lot clearer with a, a new mic. So yeah. life's good. Looking good, man. Looking full professional. I get it. All of us. What's happening? What's happening? <laughs> it is what it is. And um, we're gonna get kicked off with the WSW in Sydney. You guys went to it. Um, for the people that doesn't know, World Series of Wrestling. If I'm wrong when I'm saying it, uh, they bring a show every single year to Australia, uh, more than once a year. Normally they bring big yeah, stars. A couple of years, a couple of times, yeah. Yeah, a couple of times a year. Big stars, big uh, matches happening. Um, some some of the uh, actual wrestlers have been AEW, um, Impact, name it. A New Japan guys as well sometimes. So New Japan a lot guys. Of stuff, but I'll yeah. leave it to you guys. You guys went there. So how was it? Yeah, man. It was a fantastic night out um, at the wrestling with uh, my tag team partner, the armless one, Renzo. Um, <laughs> it was a great night. Like I said, it was out at Panthers in Penrith. Um, for those people that don't, don't live in Sydney or don't live in Australia, it's about an hour away from the city centre um, in the western suburbs, just near the, the mountains. Um, it was a great night. Uh, as I was waiting for Renzo outside, I happened to bump into a person you might know by the name of Zion Quinn. Yeah, and I saw he the picture. Was, uh, yeah, great guy. Um, had a bit of a chat. He uh, was nice enough to cut a promo for the pod for us, uh, which I'm sure you'll be seeing soon. Um, the wrestling action itself, itself, as always with WSW, um, World Series Wrestling, it was top shelf. Um, uh, the promoter, Adrian Monero, who I also had an opportunity to speak with briefly, um, he always brings out the top talent. You can tell he's a wrestling fan. He's not just a promoter. Um, he knows who he brings out. He just he just doesn't bring out um, you know ex WWE guys that you know are doing the indie circuits. No, he brings out young guys and and main main event guys in in a lot of the indies. Um, even the indie god uh, Matt Cardona, yeah, um, regained his um, WSW heavyweight title with the help of those uh those dodgy those dodgy Greeks from Melbourne. The <laughs> uh, yeah. what, what's their name, Renzo? Uh, oh, I can't remember their name, man. They've got a wait. Let me. Uh, I think yeah. I've got it somewhere here. It's um, something. I can't believe I've forgotten their name, but they're really good, great heels, natural heels, really good wrestling ability too. Um, it was a great. The Parea. Parea. The Parea. The Parea. Yeah, that's it. Shout out to the Parea, which I'm sure we'll tag in our um, socials. Um, uh, Renzo, what what did you think? Oh man, I th this was my first event, so I'd never been to a WSW event, and I've heard so much about it. Not only from 
Mars, but my Uber driver uh, that was driving me to the to the event, he was uh, upset that he couldn't get tickets. He'd gone every year and he was just rattling off the names of the, the amount of people that he'd seen, like the Young Bucks, um, Brian Danielson, uh, you know, Johnny Morrison, you know, he was just kept naming them. And I was like, wow, he's, he was getting me pumped. So by the time I met Mars, man, I was, I was really hyped. So it was a great event. The atmosphere was electric. The crowd was red hot. I've yeah. never seen anything like it in a, for Australian rabid. wrestling. Rabid, absolutely rabid. Yeah, rabid. Local. Um, no, I uh, saw a couple of kids there. It's really, really definitely not the event to take your kids to. I'll, no, I'll definitely not. <laughs> definitely not. Uh, but no, look, the crowd was was amazing, and, and and it's good to see the mix of Australian wrestlers with you know the guys that are in New Japan that are in Impact, you know AEW. So it was absolutely amazing. You know, we we met a, a few, uh, a couple of Aussies as well. Uh, Charlie Evans, Charlie who, Evans yeah. yeah, who uh, is currently wrestling for PSW, PS, I think it is, um, PSA or, or PSA Pro Wrestling Australia, PWA, 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 PWA that's PWA. the one, PWA, that's it. And so she cut a promo for us. Uh, Mars got to talk to Eric Redbeard, which was yes. a, an absolute spin out. Yeah. Talking metal with uh, Eric Redbeard, talking Cannibal Corpse, and who was your favourite lead singer? Wow. That was just the that, that was a highlight of my night. Absolutely, um, yeah. I, uh, and just seeing the wrestlers in we we had the opportunity to be in the signing area, and just seeing how big Brian Cage is. Oh my lord! Wow, man, that guy's a beast. Um, one of the th- one of the things that I was shocked in seeing was Sean Spears. I didn't know he was that tall. Sean Spears is, is actually tall. He doesn't look that tall on television, but he's he's tall. Oh come on, man! Um, the wrestlers you got around are huge, man. To anyone looks small next to. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. the thing too. When you see them in real life like that, that close, because it was just in a small theater. Uh, you can that's when you can really appreciate the size of these guys and. Yeah. And and just really put into perspective their athleticism, which is insane. Um, yeah, absolutely. Like if more if more people if more non wrestling fans, um, not that, not that we give a shit what they think, but if more non wrestling fans were to go to wrestling events, they just that, that I think they'd give our sport much more respect than than what they do because 100%. it really is. It's great. And and just going back to the local talent, that's one good thing that World Series Wrestling and Adrian Manera do is they give local talent the opportunity to get valuable experience with, with these international guys, with these indie guys. Um, and that, that, that that's worth, that's priceless. Um, there was, uh, I was particularly um, impressed with a, a local guy who, who I've seen wrestle many times before and I'm always impressed by him, uh, the Rapscallion, Mick Moretti. Um, oh my god, already, mate. Well, well, he's well, one of my favorite well, wrestlers. Yeah. I've seen him in PWA. Yeah. I got the luxury yeah. to meet him when I went to watch uh, PWA with uh, Mac Max. Shout out to Mac Max. Um, yeah. I got to hold the titles. He at that time he had two titles. I got to, I was able to hold mm-hmm. them. Man, he's a gun. I've been and he's also in for the people a little bit, uh, in Lucha Fantastica for the ones people that yeah, know. Yeah, that's right. He's, yeah. he's in Lucha Fantastica as well because a lot of PWA guys go there. But man, he's he, yes. by far one of my favorites here. Absolutely. I mean, very impressive wrestling wise. And you want to talk about zero body fat, you want to talk about Mick Moretti. Like, oh, absolutely. 
mate, what have you? And he incorporates bits of humour, um, you know, I've lightened up since the last podcast. You guys will be happy to know. So I'm, I am don't mind a bit of funny stuff in wrestling. Oh, you good. <laughs> yeah, you get it. Yeah. So, and, and, and Mick Moretti incorporates that. Um, and if he, you follow he had me, a really good bout. He if had you follow Mick Moretti, Mike Bailey. And Mick Moretti, oh like God. if you follow Mike him also, Bailey. he's been he's also he's been transforming his character as well. So if you follow mm. him, like I follow on social media. So he's been doing transformation. At some point he had a, like a really – Funny haircut when he's just bald all here and he had the head on the side. He's still got it. He's still, still got, got it. it. Uh, he's he's just funny guy, man. Yeah. That that fight with with Spike uh, Speedball, Mike Bailey. Wow, man, that was for me. That was the match of the night. Uh, Mick Moretti yeah, and Speedball. They had uh, an amazing fight, man. And just the caliber of, of wrestler that Speedball is as well. And he's got a, a fight. Uh, coming up against um, oh my god, I, I, I just forgot his name. Uh, um, English guy is in W uh, AEW comes in New Japan. Oh yeah, I'm talking about yeah. Um, what's his name? Holy shit, I forgot his name. Uh, how could I forget? Yeah, I I, English I, or something like that, Saber or something. No, uh, the other one. No, the other one. Uh, here he is. I got a. He's going to fight Will Osprey. Will Osprey bound for oh, glory. Yes. Yep. Yeah, yeah. So he's fighting Will. Uh, Speedball is fighting Will Osprey, and that's going to be uh, an amazing match at Bound for Glory this weekend, uh, October twenty first. And we're going to see a whole heap of guys, Mars, in that uh, Bound for Glory. Uh, the ABC yeah. is mm. is in there with the tag team. From representing the Bullet, Bullet Club, Club. Yeah. representing yeah. the Bullet Club, yeah, absolutely. So, no, nah, man, it's it's going to be great. So, yeah, but the, the the event that Mars and I went to, amazing, man. I've never seen anything like it. I don't think I'll ever see anything like it. Something of that caliber put on here in Australia. It's just so so good. I'll just tell you that that that's that's the way um, WSW is. All their events are like that. Um, they, they they really set the standard in terms of wrestling promoting here in Australia uh, with uh, international product. Um, and obviously, well, well, there was also uh, um, the main event, which was uh, Matt Cardona versus the chairman, the Perfect Ten, Sean Spears. Um, nice. That involved going through like wooden doors. And that involved a lot of chairs. Um, it, was a, it was a great bout. Absolutely great bout. And then there was also a, a three-way bout between um, uh, three ladies. It was um, Charlie Evans, Harley Cameron, and um, CJ Lee, I think it was, wasn't that? Oh, Cassie, sorry. Mm-hmm. Cassie, Cassie Lee. Cassie. Yeah. Cassie Lee. Yeah. It's a current yeah. champion, isn't it? Um, so, which, which was very good. Uh, so, a good, good match, good technical wrestling, um, some big bumps, and um, had, the crowd, had, the ground going, had the crowd going off. All, all the fights did. It was, as I said, it was a rabid crowd. It was great. It was so much fun. I think the only thing that I I was kind of not necessarily disappointed because it was great to see, but uh, Brian Cage had a really short match, uh, a yeah. squash match. Uh, but yeah. you could tell why he they, they wanted to protect him because he's he's got a storyline in AEW yeah. with yeah. Strickland. So you know they were protecting him definitely. But yeah. it's still good to see Brian Cage demolish some poor, some poor some guy. Talent, yeah. Some, yeah, uh, some local talent. talent. But he, now he's got a story to tell, doesn't he? So, you know. He does. He does. Yeah. Goddamn. Um, so well, I'm, I'm looking there. forward to, um, hopefully we, we get a chance to have a chat 
with um, the promoter, Adrian Manera. Um, we're trying to tee that up. Um, he's a busy man, but I'm, I'm sure we can work something out. So I'll try and get in, get in contact with him and um, find out the goss in, in terms of like his background and his wrestling association and where WSW is going. Yeah, man. He's looking the way. WSW has been, like we were saying, big for a long time. Uh, they brought like massive uh, wrestlers like Rhino, Jeff Jarrett, Brian Danielson, yeah. Ricochet, Austin Aries, Johnny Impact, and mm-hmm. at one point was Johnny and Dan Ander, um, yeah. Robbie Eagle, we know one of the most, I think, most crazy. Uh, Buddy current. Matthews was here a couple of years ago when I saw him as well. Yeah, Marisco, uh, mm-hmm. just his name and there's so many they come this way um, and, and every single time it's great matches I always heard that's good matches I haven't been able to get tickets lately I know I missed the one here in Brisbane um, but you guys were lucky enough to be the other one yeah. so hopefully at one point we can, I can go and watch it as well so shout out to all this that awesome that's great to, to go and see you know um, good quality wrestling and also good local talent to, to have some titles and good runs I think that's you. You know that they're uh, good quality wrestling, and they put on a great show, man. They they really do. So, shout out to everyone that put that event together. Uh, and the crowd was, you know, really well behaved, rowdy, but really well yeah. behaved. Yeah. Um, everyone was was really into it. So, now great event. And if if you're listening to this and um, you get a chance to go to any in indie wrestling show, go. I mean, that's not. Don't expect WWE production. Don't expect. Um, WWE hype, but you you will get to see some um, really good wrestling talent. You'll get to see some good moves, and you get to see stuff in live shows that they just won't show on TV, um, right. which is fun too. And 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 I, I saw a bit of that when I was over in the US watching like at Raw and SmackDown. Like they do stuff during the commercials, which is like you won't you will never get to see it on TV. So if you can go out to watch an indie wrestling show and support the scene, do it because it's important that we all do because that, that's what keeps our product alive. That's where that's what keeps this sport going. That's not, the, the, not, not just the top, the tip of the iceberg. It's the whole iceberg, and you, you really need to support the whole thing. hundred percent. And and if you're in a promotion, needs live commentary. Well, you got us if you want. Happy to see yeah, live. Absolutely. Happy to do live commentary. I think in we, Spanish we, or English. In Spanish and English, we can do both. You know, we can do a lot of. Mm-hmm. So you know, you got Spanish, English. You can do live commentary. We can do live streams, man. Happy to happy to help out to the product, and and it'll be fun too if it ever happens. So shout out to WSW. Um, hopefully you can see, uh, like Master, talk to uh, Adrian Manera, um, the promoter, and then just get a bit more on the inside how he got started with this and and what is this going in the next few years. Um, but with this, we jump to the weekly go around the wrestling universe outside of, you know, we got to go back to WWE and AEW because goddamn, it's giving us a lot lately. Um, always giving us space, of course, to, 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 to independent wrestling, but got to jump into the SmackDown, especially because last week the Tribal Chief got back to, to SmackDown and a lot <laughs> happened. A lot happened that SmackDown. Uh, Marce, I'll give it to you. Uh, yeah, as you said, there was the return of the uh, the tribal chief, uh, the head of the table, Roman Reigns, as Paul Hammer would say. Um, long long overdue. Although it was good, it was good. Like absence makes the heart grow fonder, you know what they say. So it, it was good that he, he skipped a few weeks and took some time off. But it was good, definitely good to have him back. Um, for me, it was uh, it was a bit underwhelming to tell you the truth. Um, reason being is because 
he just accepted um, Jimmy back into the fold like nothing happened. And that, that hasn't been explained yet. I'm still waiting to see what, why. Why they're just glossing over the fact that it was Jimmy that was the one that initially turned. Um, and yet he's welcomed back. It was Jimmy that, you know, stopped Jay from winning, from beating Roman Reigns. Um, I can't remember the pay-per-view, which one it was, but um, it was because he didn't want him to turn into Roman Reigns. Yet now here he is, Jimmy's back in the bloodline, back back in the fold. So uh, for me, that, that that's what's lacking at this point. I'm, I'm, I'll, I'll probably address it later, but it was good to have him back. Um, it, obviously, they're setting something up with LA Knight. Um, and not just and, LA yeah. Knight. Yeah. Not just yeah. LA Knight. Uh, this, not just this... LA Knight, I know. Not just LA Knight. Um, obviously, John Cena is helping to lay the groundwork, and and as as he always does, just paying it forward. And for for LA Knight, um, who's you know we're big fans of on this show. Um, so no, it was um, I'm interested to hear what your guys' thoughts were on the return of the Tribal Chief. Oh man, uh, it was it was uh, interesting to see him back. The, the whole thing with uh, Jay, oh, sorry, with Jimmy, sorry, um, with Jimmy, with Jimmy, yeah. I was getting confused. Jimmy. With Jimmy, um, you can tell when he was in the, those short videos and stuff like that, he's pretending like he's okay with him and back and just making believe that nothing happened. But it's not the case. He's like, I'm the quarterback, you know? I'm the calling the shots, yeah. not you. Like, uh, what are you doing? You're drinking yeah, my water, yeah, you're sitting on my couch. So yeah. he's, he's playing it like a bit kind of making him believe like, hey, this, everything is all right, but you got to do what I wanted you to do. And eventually mm. something's going to happen. Um, so I think he's I think playing so. it really well yeah. and in that sense. Uh, what I loved was, to be honest, the, 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 the promo, the Kirian cross cut, that just, it just, just send a little bit of fucking span to the works, man. Just him looking at the tribal chief and Cody Rhodes face to face. And he's, he's looking in the background with his arms crossed. I'm like, it's a four-way. Now we got Illini, we got Kirin Cross, we got Cody Rhodes, and we got the Tribal Chief. So this mm. story just got bigger out of nowhere, which is great. And we, all, we already know that Kirin Cross energy styles too got something happening. So still something there. Um, I, I like, look, to be honest, I, I, I like the way they brought him back. The ending when it's be LA night. But the best out of all of it is just fucking Paul Heyman, man. Just Paul Heyman. Oh, yeah, of course. The genius. His hair. Genius. His hair go back to his color. Yeah. You're back to normal. But yeah. more than anything, the face that he put as soon as he heard LA Knight's music, like you, you can feel like he's not, like with any other wrestler, he's like, he comes another guy who wants to bow. When you hear Paul Heyman, he he's Elena music is like holy shit not this guy please no like kind of he knows he might be the guy that beats the tribal chief that's why he's mm. selling you with the with the facial expressions which it would be interesting if that that's what actually happens it's not Cody right it suddenly ended up happening with LA Knight because at the moment the story is all scrambled you know the story is all scrambled mm. at the moment they still got the face to face with Cody Rhodes we saw it uh, the new um, GM, Nick Aldis, which we're going to talk about soon, um, kind of had to stop the things and tell him what the fuck. To be honest, Nick Aldis looks short against everyone, and Nick Aldis is huge. Yeah. And he just he looks so small, man. Yeah. I freaked when I looked at that. I don't know what they did, but he looks so small next to him. And he's massive. Um, so, I don't know. This, this, I love it, the way they're it out. 
is still explaining the absent. He did address what was happening with Jay. They're saying, why is he walking around with the titles? Why is he walking around with Corrodes? Yeah. What's happening? Yeah. Like, why is this happening? Like, uh, someone explained to me. So he kind of addressed it a little bit. So he kind of started to, you know, put the things together. So it looks like he was completely out. Like, he was just disconnected. And whatever, you know, uh, Paul Hammond was telling him, that's all he knew, which is a good seller. Like, just to say, I was completely disconnected. Paul Hammond was my only yeah. point of contact. Uh, and it's got here and just everything just scrambled. What the fuck? <laughs> like, what's going on here, you know? Yeah. No, I'm, look, I'm with you guys. I'm, and, well, Miles mostly because I don't necessarily know where it goes from here, man. I'm, I'm kind of confused. I need to pick it up. Um, I, it's, it's good that he, he's got like, he hasn't, been well they're, they're playing the story that he hasn't been involved so he doesn't know what really is kind of happening so he's been like you know no communication kind of thing so but that's that's a that's a good thing but yeah i, I don't know now la Knight's getting involved oh man um yeah it's going to be interesting yeah absolutely yeah, um, without doubt, and there's, um, I, I don't know if you wanted to talk about Raw today, Rod, because I, you know, you've already, you've already killed it for me. You told me what Sorry, happened. Sorry, I had to look. Continue <laughs> with SmackDown a little bit. One of the things that we chucked and and we talked about. I don't know how many times we said it with Renzo. Uh, we always say, "What the fuck is going to happen with Nick Aldis? He's gone uh, for NWA. Um, he's no way to be seen. He starts going impact, but we said, hopefully." Wherever he goes, he doesn't go as a wrestler. He'll be awesome. And he just shows up in WWE, the new SmackDown, you know, GM. And and I love that. Perfect role for him because he's one, he's like a Triple H kind of guy. He could get involved and smash guys out. And he's actually signed yeah, as yeah. an active wrestler. He, he will have some matches. Yeah. So um, that's going to be great. He's a producer too. No, he's a producer. producer. Like it's just, I loved it. It's great the way they put him in. Um, and you see three massive guys head of everything. Raw, SmackDown, and Triple H. The three of them, they're huge. Like the three of them could wrestle. Mm-hmm. I think one of them is oh, the only yeah. one who hasn't wrestled. But the three of them look like they could actually out-wrestle anyone. So that that was awesome. What do you guys think about the, the, the signing of Nick Aldis into WWE? Uh, well, we, we, we already knew they'd signed him as a producer. That was a, like a couple of months back. Um, but the fact that they're using him as on-air talent, I think that's fantastic. Um, I think he adds a lot. I think he's got. Um, I think he's got a lot of knowledge, a lot of creative knowledge. Um, and I, I, I don't think. I think this is the first opportunity he's had with WWE, or was, or was he in it previously for a short time? Well, I can't remember. I think it might be the More first than time. I can't remember. Either. Yeah, but. Um, no, he's he's. I'm really looking forward to it, and I think it's good that they've got a, a GM for both, one for Raw, Raw, which is Adam Pearce, and uh, one for SmackDown, because Adam Pearce was just both in Raw and SmackDown, and just um, it was too much. So it's it's good that they've got two different GMs now, and uh, yeah. oh, it's always great seeing Triple H in a ring, even if he's not wrestling. He, he's de- he's definitely my favorite of all time. So um, yeah, it was great to see him. No, he's only been in. Um, no, he's never been in WWE, by the way. No, I didn't think so. Yeah. Mm. No, look, it's great, Nick Aldis. We've we've been talking about Nick Aldis moving to WWE for a really long time. Um, 
for for months now. Uh, we've been talking about this. You know, there were rumors about AEW and things like that. But I think that that going to WWE, perfect man. He's he's great. The knowledge of wrestling that he has is outstanding. He's helped you know NWA Impact. A whole heap of other federations, you know, in relation to storyline. So he coming coming in as a producer as well. Awesome. That's a that's a great win for WWE. Hundred percent. And and I love what he did with uh with Dom. That was hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm I'm a big fan of your father. And he turns around. <laughs> it's just fucking yeah. awesome. I cracked myself up. So that was great. And he got involved straight away. Like we said, we he got involved straight away. Um, not just um <clears throat> in that moment, he got he also involved in the background talking to to Charlotte. Also, we saw Jay Cargill get involved there, so we can see something going face to face. Jay Cargill yes. has been on screen a lot, finally, yeah, a lot, which is great. We knew we knew that. Um, it looks like she's going at the moment. We don't know where she's going. The only thing, like, the only person she has to face, Jay's is mommy, um, but she's faced uh, Charlotte. Uh, I think she's done it with um, uh, Becky Lynch. Uh, she's putting her face there, so. It looks like more than likely it's going to be something with Charlo, which would be great. A good starter. We know how good Charlo can make other wrestlers look. Um, and especially with and still like a newbie, which is Jay Cargill. It'll be great to go head to head. Um, but no, that the adding of Nicole is just great. And, and it's a good way to go SmackDown. How is, like you're saying, having an exclusive GM, which he could start again, you know, the battle between the brands like properly now. I mean, two GMs yeah. uh, separately. So that's a good thing. And I think the the interesting thing is that Nick Aldis is only thirty six, right? So he's got yeah. he's got a lot of time to 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 wrestle. So yeah, yeah the, the fact that they brought him in like this, uh, are they going to build him up to something to to get in the ring? Yeah, they definitely will. So yeah, he's got that ability. It's it's exciting. And the other thing we're going to talk about, like Crown Jewel, Crown Jewel. Mm-hmm. Where are you going to match? Uh, uh, confirmed, which is Drew McIntyre versus Seth freaking Rollins. What do you think about that? Uh, well, given what we've seen lately in the background uh, with Drew and uh, Rhea Ripley, I um, I think Drew is going to um, – I don't know if he's going to beat Seth – but I think there's gonna they're gonna find a way that Damien Priest ends up cashing in at Crown Jewel. For the looks of it, it is starts. I don't know. If, I don't know. If Drew's gonna help. I don't know if they're gonna double cross Drew or, or something. But something's gonna happen. Um, and it's Crown Jewel. They pay that that country pays a lot of money to have that event there. So something big has to happen because in terms of storylines, it doesn't really uh, traditionally Crown Jewels doesn't really continue with storylines because. Um, no. just the way it is but something big always happens and, and I think that's what's going to happen there um, it's going to involve obviously Drew and Seth and, and Damien Priest or, and the Judgment Day is going to cost him or something but Damien Priest is going to walk out of Crown Jewel as the um, WWE champion let's hope it's about time I've, uh, I've, I don't know about you guys but uh, this week I've heard rumblings that um there's there's been a, a story that's been proposed that Damien Priest will drop the money in the bank uh, case and someone else will get it. Ooh. That's what I'm hearing. How I can that happen? I've heard that. I don't know. I've heard that. I've heard rumblings. 
there's going to be a match for the, the money in the bank uh, bag. And yeah, so I'm hearing, I don't know, don't be surprised if that happens at Crown Jewel as well. That'll be weird. Really weird to have like never a seen before. Yeah. Well, yeah, for the man in the bank. We know, no, actually, no. Like, it happened. happened before. It happened. We know it happened it's with Otis. Otis lost the duel against um, um, Dolph Ziggler. Otis. 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 He yeah. lost it against Dolph Ziggler. Yeah, it has happened before, but it's a really weird occasion. I don't, I, look, it's too good of a story to make him drop it for no reason. Like, he's just, there's no reason for him to drop it at that right now. Um, and, and the judgment then wants all the gold. So, look, the drop across to Drew McIntyre looks more of a possibility than, than, than him dropping it. Uh, but we'll see what happens. Because also in Crown Jewel, we got Mami, Rhea Replay defending the title against Najax, Shaina Baszler, Soy Stuck, and Raquel Rodriguez, bro. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> that thing, that can shape up to be the match of the night. Because oh, yeah. of the caliber oh, of wrestlers we're going to have there, man. It looks like we got two XMMI and then we got Raquel Rodriguez, Nia Jackson, Rhea Ripley. Just beast on the freaking ring, man. What do you guys think about this fight of five way? Uh, it's going to be a great fight. Um, I just I don't see Rhea dropping the title. I really don't. I mean, Same, yeah. man. I, I, I don't see Rhea dropping that one. It's going to be a great match, man. A fatal five way, insane, and I think that ticks the women quota right for Crown Jewel. Yeah, we could have covered it. That's gonna be weird to see. Well, Rhea normally is covered, but to see Rhea 100% covered, uh, we've seen about it's gonna be weird because she normally doesn't have much. Everyone else, uh, everyone else actually did normally really covered, anyways. Um, none of them, even the yeah, yeah, no, I would say, but in general, out of all the wrestlers you see, like normally in show by show, like these are the wrestlers that normally are covered. They're not, mm. they don't show much, except Mummy. When she dropped the jeans, I didn't like it. I prefer Mummy with the jeans. She looks better. Um, but yeah. I disagree. Nah, I like it with the jeans. <laughs> More of a badass look, you know, with her thing. It looks like out of her, well, Mummy is normally, but whatever. But that's going to be fun. So um, that's going to be great to watch that, that, that match. And um, moving on to Raw this week, and I'm sorry, spoil it for, for Marcel, but I had to because it's important to what we're talking about. It's important. And, and after two days, man, come on, seriously. It's a bit too much. The social media kills for me all the time. I can't keep away from it. Um, the big story is the Judgment Day got back all the gold. The Judgment Day is again tag team champions the Jay and Cody Rose lost the titles uh, what do you guys think about this oh, mate um, yeah, I, I never I didn't like Cody and Jay having the titles anyway so I'm fine with that I'm, as, as much of a big fan as I am of Cody I, I'm a probably a bigger fan of the Judgment Day so I'm, I'm not disappointed <laughs> by that at all fair, fair point yeah. Yeah, we were surprised that when it happened, right? When Cody um, won with Jimmy, Jay? Jay, Jay. Jay was it? Jay. Yeah, yeah. We were surprised when that happened. So, uh, yeah, not surprised that it, that it happened so quick. I think that was a lot to do with potentially the, the fan response. There was a lot of uproar that it happened that um, – Cody had, and, and Jay had won so quick. And uh, yeah, so I think that 
WWE listened to what the the people were saying and hey they they gave it back. It just doesn't make sense either that they gave it to him and it's such a quick turnaround too. So, well, Jimmy Jimmy cost them the the title, so he wasn't involved in not just the Judgment Day but also uh, the Bloodline. So it looks like that uh, that that partnership is still happening. Uh, whatever Mummy and Paul Hammond worked out is still happening. So it looks like Mummy and and the big dog. The head of the table, they got something cooking in there, so that's 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 an interesting story. Um, so you might might see something happening there, um, including Drew McIntyre. So it looks like this story is just getting massive and massive now. We're getting more and more people into it, which is awesome. Um, look, the only problem I got with this, and I think it was I said it when when they won the title, it was like now that you give the title to Cody, you can't take it away from him that fast, and that's the first thing they did. They took him away from him too fast. What was the but point of it? That's the title. It's not, it's I know, not but still, title. but it's still like still like if you give him the title to Cody Rose, you gotta give him a run. Like you just give him a run. Like what's the point? He's been waiting for a title run for a while. You give him the tag team titles, but you shouldn't give him the first place because it makes no sense. It made no sense. Um, mm-hmm. And now you know they took him away from him so fast, but it does make sense with the fact that. The, the the bloodline got involved, so that's a good way to to, to pick up yeah. the story again with the bloodline. So, in a good way, yes, it does make sense. It sucks that they took it away from him, but it took it away from him in a good way, which it wasn't in a clean way. Which you got two of the the heel factions getting together against this, uh, you know, against these uh, faces, which also lights up the story between Jay and Jimmy. What's going to happen there? Cody Rose and Roman Reigns, because now they don't need to worry about the titles. You got the Judgment Day running Monday Night Raw with everything, because uh, remember, um, Dom is still the NXT uh, North American champion. Yeah. We got them impressed with the, with the titles. At the moment, Judgment Day has everything, plus the partnership with the Bloodline yeah. and whatever is happening with the Drew. And, and I think the good thing we're going to take, uh, take away from this, like, Something Rhea Ripley is going to be doing. Like, Rhea Ripley is the one getting involved in a lot of different stories. Like, she's talking to different people. She's doing like a Paul Heyman kind of style stuff, mm-hmm. but she's getting her, like, she's getting involved a lot. Like, it looks like she's the one running everything, which I loved. The fact that she's the one running everything and everyone's just kind of scared the shitless of her, um, which is a great thing with, with, with Raw. Uh, a part of that today, that's not a part of that, sorry, in, in, in Raw, no match happened. I think that was that, that was the big part. Um, I also forgot to say, the split of Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens. How did yeah. I forget about yeah, different that? Shows. Yeah, different shows, yeah. Different shows. What do you guys think about that, the split up of them? Well, that was an, that was an interesting move. And um, there was a, I did watch manage to catch the first hour of Raw, and there was an interesting interaction between Sami Zayn and uh, Jey Uso backstage where – Basically, Sami Zayn blamed Jey Uso for everything for splitting up. The fact that he came back to uh, Raw that means he split up um, him and Kevin because Kevin now had to go to SmackDown and he got the shits with him and he was you know, basically like turning against him. And then he, he ran after him and said, "No, you know, sorry, blah 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 blah." But um, I, I don't know. Like I think I, I don't know. Is this Sammy having a bit of a turn, like indicating a bit of a, a heel turn? Have has has Sami Zayn without is Sami Zayn without Kevin Owen gonna be as as popular as they were? Um, 
have they already made enough money out of him as a face? Like, yeah, I don't know. I think something's going to happen. I, I, I don't. I mean, it's, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of glad they split them up because, as much as I like them, I, I also like to see them in singles competition. Mm. Um, so yeah, I'm, 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 it's got me interested, and I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be surprised if there's a heel turn for Sami Zayn in the not too distant future. Ooh. Yeah, look, I'm, I'm surprised that they split them up. It's, it's not like they've got a, a massive gamut of tag, tag teams. Um, so yeah, I was I was kind of shocked. It's good, like you said, Mars, that they both individually now will get a run. Where I don't know where and how. Um, as long as they don't send them to NXT, yeah, I'm I'm happy with them separate. But uh, I like them as a tag team, man. Well, they, when 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 they brought him into when they, they announced uh, Chaos a new st- uh, superstar for SmackDown, Triple H literally said it because. Jay has left to draw. We had to bring somebody from Raw to yeah. SmackDown. So they made it clear that was the reason behind it. So that might have something to play with. Now, uh, something that a lot of fans looked at and, and it was also re- like, a, like a little touch. When KO is getting into a ring, before he walks out of the, like when he's getting announced, he kind of turns back to see if uh, Sami Zayn was coming out and he realized uh-huh. he doesn't, he kept walking into the ring. Um, yeah. That was, uh, that was yeah, a really yeah. uh, little like nice touch. A lot of people picked up on it. Um, kind of like realizing, fuck, they're really splitting us up. Um, so, so I don't know. Uh, Sami Zayn is popular regardless. I guess uh, they're popular uh, as a singles, as a tag team, they're stronger, that's it. But they're really popular anyways. Um, Sami Zayn is coming out of the, the heel face that he was when he was with the, the bloodline so putting him back into into a heel face uh, I don't think it's a good idea um, it, sh- it shouldn't happen um, I don't see why not, there's no need for it uh, uh, at the moment it makes more sense uh, KO going heel KO is a natural heel um, and that'll be nice to see him as a heel uh, we know he has business to, to attend with the with with the bloodline, so that's still happening. So we got another guy that's going back to SmackDown. They has problem with the, with the bloodline, so we got that happening there. So it just okay. We added one more guy to that's going for Roman Reigns' head. Uh, so now we got Fakir, Kieran Cross, Coderos, and LA Knight. So we got four guys going against, like going for Roman Reigns' head. So like I said, the story is just getting bigger for the bloodline. That's it. It just it, it, that's it. it uh, the bloodline at the moment is absorbing everyone in some way, and we know mm. that the Rock's daughter is coming in somewhere, sometime soon into what, the bloodline because yeah. we saw in NXT to Paul Heyman talking to her that's a clear indication she's coming in. So that's going to be nice to see it in there, um, and and just a lot of happening at the moment with the bloodline. Bloodline is just picking up again really quick as soon as Roman Reigns back yeah. in. It's just like this: the bloodline story is coming back alive, stronger than ever, and we we involving both brands, Raw and SmackDown, somehow, which is great because it makes them it makes everything link each other somehow yeah. and, and in, in a really good way so technically you could see the bloodline is running both shows because if they got the punisher with the judgment day they could be running both shows um, like right. the bloodline but that's it yeah. with, uh, what's happening with Smackdown with Raw and um, AEW uh, we got some big things happening in AEW especially today but 
let's talk about last week a little bit and then we jump into what happened today. Yeah, look, I, I think one of the interesting things that's uh, been happening in uh, AEW has been the story of uh, Adam Copeland. I'm not too sure if you guys saw the Adam Copeland, Ricky Starks promo that happened on Collision, yeah, where they kind of yeah. went off script. Yeah, just a bit. Um, <laughs> just a bit, just a little bit off script. Uh, but, you know, it, from what the the reports are, they they just got heated. It was just one of those things that they didn't expect each other to to kind of react at the way they did. Um, but no, the 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 cool thing about uh, what we've learned in the last week with uh, AEW is that now they're in business with Cemele, uh, uh, the L. oldest. You miss one out. Cemele, yeah, Cemele, Cmll. Yes, uh, the the longest running wrestling promotion in the world, uh, historically they say. So that's something that's never happened. Uh, AEW has always had you know dealings with New Japan, with AAA in Mexico, um, you know, with with Impact for a time. But uh, bringing say CMLL, the oldest Mexican wrestling promotion and one of the oldest in the world. What do you guys? Thoughts on, on that? That's going to be interesting. Bueno, el Consejo Mundial de Lucha Libre, we know they also are involved in something else. So now at the moment, Semada is, uh, is, is involved in this conglomerate with, uh, what was it connected to at the moment? I completely forgot. I just had it on top of my tongue. But involves Impact and New Japan, if I'm not wrong, if I don't get it wrong. Uh, so they, got, they, they created this new group uh, together um, and now we bring in the other side, which is AW with New Japan and AAA um, and Ring of Honor. So you got to put Ring of Honor in there. Um, so what's happening? It's finally happening. They're all the wrestling promotions are getting together as one. Like we said, it could happen because never CMLL and um, AAA have gone together. The only time they've gone kind of together was with Los Perros del Mal. We're running everything because they were jumping in every single promotion uh, and they were just running to CMLL, AAA. They were just going everywhere. Mm. Uh, that was the only time they kind of worked together, but there always been that split between them. And of course, if you wrestle for one, you can't wrestle for the other. In Mexico, um, they kind of just two split brands over there. So it's going to be really important because now we got the current champion going into Rampage uh, to wrestle. So that's going to be interesting. And we had Elijo del Vikingo not long ago wrestling uh, in there. So this could leave the door open for uh, eventually a uh, face-to-face between the CMLL champion and the AAA champion. That would be just that would be absolutely yeah. insane in an AEW arena, which is even more crazy because that will bring every single Mexican fan to watch that match, no matter where it is, how it is. If it's on TV, they will pay for it because that's a one in a lifetime opportunity. And I think that's what AEW is trying to do: just bring those fans a hundred percent. Because we said outside United States, one of the biggest promotion in the world in the moment is AEW. There is being mm-hmm. followed and and watched more than WWE. WWE is huge in the United States, 100%, unbeatable. 
But then outside United States, Adal is massive. They had a lot of fans. We saw in London how many people followed them, uh, and and everywhere when they go, they go Mexican, Mexican, New Japan, which. We know that we've been trying to get in both markets for a long time. They haven't been able to get into those markets um, because it's really, really difficult. Uh, but AEW did it like this in two seconds. Uh, they were able to get into both markets really easy. So I don't know. It's, this just leaves the door open for a lot, a lot of big things in the future. Yeah, look, it's interesting yeah. because we've, we've, been, we've been talking about this for for a couple of years now that it's Tony Khan's dream to have a wrestling network, right? And I think that's what he's he's planning on doing. It, well, it is his, his end game goal, right, to, to have a, a pure wrestling network. And I think the, the stuff that he's moving with uh, CMLL uh, is, is in that step in that direction, right? So hopefully we, we get this dream of having this multiple federation wrestling channel all rolled into one, which would be absolutely amazing, man. It'll, it'll cater to, to the whole world, right? Absolutely. I mean, you talk about a forbidden door. There, there's one right there. And um, mm-hmm. I, I'm, I'm not sure who it was, but I think it was MJF that was quoted as, as saying that he'd love to um, – have a, like a, a massive wrestling event at the Azteca Stadium in Mexico City. I mean, that's a big call. What, what better? What, what better? Like, you you put the champion of CMLL and the champion of AAA against each other, you'll fill that stadium. If oh, absolutely. AEW talent as well, like MJF and the and the top guys. Um, I, I, I mean, it's, I'm I'm really looking forward to seeing uh, the legendary Mystico in AEW. Oh yeah. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, no, man, I think it's fantastic, and I, I think it's and look as as much as they may not, um, as much as they might be separate uh, companies in Mexico, um, there, there are definitely benefits for both of them to be part 100%. of AW in terms of like international exposure. Um, that's that's second only to like as you said WWE, but um, no, I'm really excited about that. Absolutely, yeah. Look, I would love to to see a four way. A four-way match between the CMLL heavyweight champion, the AAA heavyweight champion, AW heavyweight champion, and the New Japan heavyweight champion. Put the further in the ring. No title match. It doesn't need to be a title match, but a definitely a main no. event. Put four of them in the ring. It couldn't be a ring. title match. It can, it, make it, make it the, the, the Forbidden Door title. Put a name. Hmm. It only happened once a year. The Forbidden Door title. Forbidden yeah. title. The Forbidden title. Ooh, yeah. What a name. <laughs> Listen, they're going to come up with it because they listen to us. We know we've got plenty of proof. Don't worry about it. We'll bring it up. So we're just giving the ideas in advance without getting paid for it, which sucks. Um, The Forbidden Title, man, what a name. Perfect. This is the Forbidden Title, only for heavyweight champions. The four heavyweight champions can't get to it and, and battle for it, you know? And then if the next year the current heavyweight champion is not a title anymore, he's the one giving the title to the to the champion again, you know, if he loses the title, any heavyweight title, it'll be great, you know. What a way mm-hmm. to continue traditions that have been passed, especially in the Mexican wrestling and New Japan wrestling for, and, and uh, sorry, right. Japanese wrestling for so long. I think this yeah, is a great man. thing. I think, yeah, hopefully they do it. It will bring everyone, it will tune in everyone. It doesn't matter if you, whatever part in the world you are, if you're a wrestling fan, you will want to watch, like, it will be the yeah. most watched show in wrestling history by far, you will have all Japan, all Mexico, and all United States and wherever else in the world 
to watch this Father 4 because it will be great, man. It will be absolutely mad and it will be awesome. Hopefully it happens. Sorry for that. Hopefully um, it happens. Nothing would. Oh, nothing would. You never know. But they listen to us. We know that. You never know. Um, uh, what's it called? So I think that we get into the end of it. I wanted to say something before mm. we, we, we kind of start sure. wrapping up. We go to the WrestleVerse. So Adam Pease, so people doesn't know, he was five-time NWA World Champion. Yeah. He's yeah. a wrestler. Yeah. He, he's a wrestler. It's just, it, it just yeah. because he hasn't wrestled for a long time. He's 45. Mm. Um, mm. He does look at that, so he definitely can wrestle. Probably we can see, hey, there we go. Nick Aldis against uh, Adam Pease. I think that's what they're going to do. Ah, oh, mm. there we go. That's what's going to happen. That's the one match we're going to see. The two GMs uh, going face to face. Oh, that'll be great. That'd two ex NWA champions. You got the longest reigning champion, Ooh. the longest champion in the modern era. Nicaldis against a five-time champion. Ooh, that'd be a great match. Uh, but just people remember, the Adam Pearce will be there. Oh, man, we just give another idea to yeah, WWE. They, they would, that WWE won't mention NWA. And the way that Nick Aldis uh, left NWA uh, with that bit of a feud with Billy Corgan, he won't want to mention NWA either. So. Oh, they don't need to mention. Mm. They don't need to mention. Mm. It's going to make the match. They will know. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone else will know. People will know. People will know. Yeah. So that'll be great. That'll be People nice. The two GMs going head to head. That'll be that'll be great. That that'll be a match I'll watch. Um but then we get to the end of our wrestling, but we're going to the wrestling base or the, the Renzo wrestling base. What do you got for us this week, man? Oh man, I've got a special uh, wow. This one is one of those situations in my wrestling multiverse that I never thought would happen. It didn't even cross my mind. That these here two would ever have met. Yeah, yeah, here we go. Damn. So this was this is from um WWN, um a company in, in the States that called WWN. Uh they hold a, an event called Evolve, and this was five years ago. So if you look at this match, it's a match of Gunther. Uh he was known as Walter. He did a lot, a lot of indie. He, he, he was in the indies a lot um, back before he was in WWE. And this is a match of Gunter versus Darby Allen. Wow. Mm-hmm. Back, when, back when Gunter looked like he ate Gunter. <laughs> yeah. Jeez. <laughs> Yeah, so this one, if you if you look up Evolve 4K Mini Doc, uh, it's it, it's a it's actually a little the start of it's a little mini doc documentary about Darby Allen and um, his struggles in in wrestling and things like that, like a typical Darby Allen does, you know, before some of these matches. But the match itself is great, man. Gunter just throws him around like like a rag doll. It is. Amazing. So watch that one. Gunter versus or Walter versus Darby Allen. Uh, Evolve 4K. Rod's got the link. We'll put it on the oh. playlist. So yeah. Man, it's, it's full of superstars in there, man. Austin Theory mm-hmm. is showing up. William, William Regal. What the hell? Mm-hmm. William Regal's there. Jeez. Zack wow. Sabre. Yeah. <laughs> what? Yeah. Oh my god. Keith Lee. Yeah, Keith Lee's in it. Yeah. Keith Lee's in this freaking thing. Wow. That's a that uh, this is a great thing. And and a good uh Darby Allen um style with the promo at the beginning. 
this before mm-hmm. Davian started getting all the all the all the all the tattoos. But it looks exactly the same, Davian. To be honest, yeah, it looks the same. He, he looks the it same. Looks exactly How the same. was Davian? How old was that in there? Because Davian is not it's one of those that, guys that doesn't age. Oh man, Jesus yeah. Christ! Davian, how old is Davian? Oh, let's have a look Davian's, at it. Davian's, I think, twenty six, twenty seven, ninety three, thirty years old. He's thirty, bro. Wow. He looks like twenty five. <laughs> he does. <laughs> <laughs> he looks like he's just yes. in his twenties. Oh my god, crazy! He was uh, he was married to uh, Gigi Dolin. If you guys didn't know, by the way, two years they were together mm. before wow. the uh, the. Hey, we didn't talk about a major announcement today in uh, AEW. Oh yeah, what fuck. Sorry. Oh my bad. My bad. Yeah. Um, great. Great. Recommendation by the way, Renzo. Uh, we gotta say, Thank but you. yeah, we have to mention this. The great Sting has re- announced retirement. He said he last time he had a retirement, he didn't feel like a retirement, kind of hinting that he he got forced into it, so he wasn't really happy with it. It was pretty. If you guys listen to the promo, uh, um, you can tell he wasn't happy when what happened. But this time it's actually his retirement, and it will be a uh, full gear this year. He said it, that would be his last match. Um, now, who's he going to wrestle? I think the guy we're just talking about it, he has to be mm-hmm. the last guy he, he, he wrestled, which is Darby Allen. I don't, yeah. I don't see anyone else worthy of giving the last match to, Darby, to, to Sting than Darby Allen. And, and what a way to go. You know, Sting, Sting at the moment is uh, 55, I think, you know, no, 60 something. Sorry, my bad. 60, 60. Yeah. Sting is, uh, yeah, it's about 60 now. Uh, what do you guys think and what are your thoughts? Yeah, look, uh, interesting that he's announced his retirement. Um, yeah, it's he's he's done some things this year that I, I didn't think that he would be able to do. He's, he's saying it's harder for him to, to get up and, and things like that. It's time for him to move on. Not happy with the way he went out in WWE, but... You're absolutely right. The only man that can give him a, a proper send-off would be Darby Allen, the, the guy that he's mentored throughout this whole AEW run. Yeah, um, I, I don't dis- I don't disagree with any of that. Um, look, it's it's pretty much wrestling etiquette or, or you know or wrestling law, unwritten law that um, when you're gonna when you're a when you're a massive guy like that and you're gonna retire, um, you, you usually you do it by doing the job for a, a young guy coming through or not so young guy, but you know, a, a guy that's moving up in the wrestling ward. And, um, and I see Sting being that type of wrestler. And I, I definitely see Darby Allen as being the guy to retire Sting, which will be a huge thing, a huge boost for his career. Not that he needs it, but it's still going to be a huge boost. Yeah, oh, absolutely. Man. No, 100%. Yeah. Like, and you guys said, and we've seen it, like he's took a Darby Allen and his wing for the last two, three years um, and just, making 100% uh, he's been the mentor uh, and everything so it definitely will be his last wish and he will tell Darby Allen he's, this will be my last wish you have to fulfill it and, and we will we would, you not hold back all out and mm-hmm. this will be it, will, it won't last too long this much I'll break more than 15 minutes wouldn't go but um, but it'll be all out like a, they will make it like a street fight or a no DQ fight they will make it with everything on it they will smash the mm-hmm. shit out of each other and they will get with Davian in the, the coffin drop 
uh, to finish off Sting, and it'll be a great way to finish. And, and really emotional. Uh, kind of like was um, Shawn Michaels with um, Rick with Ric Flair. Rick Flair. Um, it's gonna be yeah. that emotional. Not with that. I love you. Or probably will. Who knows? Um, but um, but but it will be that emotional because it means so much uh, for Darby Allen. So they have to be like that. So um, Sting, great career, great comeback. I uh, think his comeback was stronger than whatever run he had in WWE. Dana got caught short by uh, Seth Rollins, we gotta say. Um, it was kind of, that was a great, great run they were having until Seth Rollins fucked him up. Uh, but but he did a good, good comeback in AEW and he has a great run with W Allen and doing some crazy shit that a 64 man. I don't think many people will be doing a 64, to be honest. Um, it'll break yeah, everyone's yeah. back. And um, uh, I'm, sure, I'm sure we'll talk about it when, when he does retire, but he's, he's had an illustrious career. Um, even when he was – he used to be the guy that was like the guy that was never in WWF that should have always been. He was he always carried the torch for all the, all the other promotions. He was yeah. huge in um, WCW. Um, and let's not forget where he be. he started. He started off with the Ultimate Warrior. Yeah, um, yeah. So, yeah. Him. yeah, he didn't know what wrestling was. <laughs> mm. The way he started, his story is great. Like you guys watch yeah. the story as things started. He's he's was a bodybuilder. Like he he got into uh, wrestling, um, yeah. and it's great way the way it happens. Uh, but with this, we get into the end of uh, our episode this week. Uh, I think full of full of wrestling. What's happening uh, in the next few days is gonna be nuts, especially what's happening in SmackDown. Continue with the bloodline and the story. Mm-hmm. What Roman Reigns gonna say? Because now we're gonna have Roman Reigns happening then to crown you probably, and see what happens later on. Uh, anything to say, guys, before we go? Just quickly, man. Um, I know it's not. I've got two predictions. One of them that just came into my head during the show, and that's wrestling related. Yeah. Do that one second. First one's not wrestling related, but it's UFC related. And my tip is that Volkanovski, the great Alex Volkanovski, will win his second UFC title this Ooh. weekend. Coming in late, coming in with 10 days to prepare for the fight against the absolute beast. I can't remember his name, but he's an absolute gun. He's a machine. Volk, he only just beat Volk on the last occasion. So Volk's going to get in this time, I think. And my second mm-hmm. prediction, I'll make it short and sweet, Randy Orton to come back for the Royal Rumble. Ooh, that's a lot of talks about that. It's uh, Islam, uh, Makavi. Mac- mm. Um, yeah, that's mm. that's the guy he beat him, yeah. uh, by decision. Um, yeah, it's gonna be good, great, man. great position for the UFC, man. Fuck. Yeah, man, it's gonna be Crazy. great. Renzo, no, yeah, I, 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 I a new week of wrestling is is upon us. So yeah, the the stuff that's happening in AEW is great as well with Jay White. Jay White is is on fire in AEW at the moment. Uh, Adam Copeland, uh, he's recently just uh, they've trademarked uh, a name for a faction, so it's going to be rated FTR. So he's going to join with FTR. So nice. that's a, a pretty cool name, rated <laughs> FTR. Uh, so yeah, that's it's it's looking good like this that. week in in the world of wrestling. Nice, nice, very good, man. And in in the world of fighting, man, that's how you do this good grunts uh, and go. You know, knocking out Tyson Fury, that could be a good one too. Um, so with that, with Sim Brasson Renzo, the voice of violence, the natural heel, Marce. My name is Rodrigo. This was Lucha HSP. We'll see you next week. Good night.